0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the LSD Experience. I am D Anthony. That is Lucas right there. How have you been, bro? I've been good as always this week, man. What about yourself? I've been great. Thank you so much for asking. So, uh, as you know, routine. Have you learned anything new this week? I have. Okay. Did you know that in
1: Switzerland, it's illegal to own just one guinea pig? So you got to own at least two? Yes, because... they need friends? Literally. No, that's Aww. the law. They're social creatures, so it's actually considered a form of animal cruelty to just own one. Wow. Yeah. That's cute as hell. I thought, wow. I thought it feel like a little nice, fun animal fact today. All right.
0: You know what they say. The more you know, yeah. the less you don't. Exactly. So before we jump into everything, first, I got to ask everybody watching this to go ahead and smash that like button. Also... If you're new here, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Around 90% of you guys are not subscribed, which is crazy. What are you guys doing? Like, you guys watch the videos over and over again, but then don't subscribe. I don't understand it. But go ahead and smash that sub button. Also, hit that notification bell so that you get alerted anytime we post anything new right here on YouTube. Also... There's a link in the description of this video where you can follow us on all of our other socials. We post new content on uh, TikTok, Instagram that you won't get over here on YouTube or Spotify, which, you know, that's that's more LSD content. So go ahead and do that. Now, after all of that is out of the way, I thought that what we could do this week Mm was horror movies that are based on true crimes oh i like that the first one i want to start us off with today is the movie the strangers do you remember that movie so I actually never watched that movie.
1: I just remember seeing the trailers for it. Mm-hmm. And it's the whole reason why anytime I was home alone, I would always be like kind of peeking out my windows because yep. I swear I could see just people. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know if it was like a, like a, like a knapsack or something on someone's head. Yeah. It, and I, I just was like terrified as a kid and I never even saw the movie. It was no, just the yeah.
0: trailer. And I was like, no, nope, yeah. I don't like it. No, the movie is actually terrifying. So... The premise of the movie is this couple is out at I think it's their dad, the husband's dad or mom's, like vacation home, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the husband like goes out for something, and the wife is home alone, and she gets a knock on the door, and there's this little girl with like a mask on who says it's such and such home, and she's like, no, they don't live here, right? So they leave. They come back. Long story short. It is a murderous family that just kills people just to kill people. And they literally say, she asked them, why are you doing this? And she like giggles and she says, because you were home. So what's crazy about this movie is it's actually based on a true story. I swear
1: when we have our big houses and all this stuff, it's going to have the best security. You're gonna open my front door. It's going to be like a safe. Like one of those bank vault doors?
0: Not day. Bulletproof glass, all of it. So in April of 1981, the town of Keddie was shocked by the murder of this family, right? It was this mom named Sue, her son John, his friend Dana, uh, and their bodies were found in the morning by her other daughter who wasn't home. She was staying the night with a friend, right? So she comes home and she finds their bodies like bound and... Like blood everywhere, like they were brutally, like brutally murdered. Right. So, um, they ended up finding her two youngest sons in another room completely fine. So they slept through the whole incident. And because they didn't come out, they survived. So, one of her daughters, though, her daughter named Tina, her remains were found like three days later, like in the woods off, not that far from the house. Um, and to this day no one has ever been arrested for it but it's so scary because the premise is pretty much the same they asked the director of strangers of the strangers like what is this based off of because the the movie's like so scary to people because it's different with like a texas chainsaw massacre or like a michael myers right yeah. because with it's, like guys, it's like a supernatural feel right, to it like but this like, is like
1: this could actually happen and that's the part that freaks people out the most it
0: scares people because there's no it's it's so realistic because it's just normal regular people living out their evil dark twisted fantasies so is
1: because you said it's a family that murders them and since no one's ever been caught is that just a creative liberty he took well, with yeah, it well yeah it's
0: not it's not based 100% off yeah. of
1: these murders but it's um he took it like uh he took inspiration from
0: them yes so it's there's only been two suspects ever like even thought of and one of them or both of them were two men that were seen walking near the house that morning but i mean they could have just been two guys walking and and they were never even caught or anything like they drew some sketches of them but nobody ever it's like those dudes didn't even exist that's insane so yeah it's 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 still unsolved to this day no one
1: knows what happened so i know how you said yours was unsolved Mm -hmm. this one is a solved one they know what happened but have you ever seen the movie open water it came out in 2003 Uh uh, i don't think so so in that this Mm -hmm. couple goes scuba diving Okay. Like they're way out in the middle of the ocean. They're going on like a little group thing. Oh you know? no! Please it's don't a, tell
0: me it's a lost at sea movie. Yeah, it, it is. Oh no, my I, god, that's
1: like my worst fear, bro. Yeah. So like, the, so they're going scuba diving, right? Uh-huh. And they they come back up or whatever, and the boat has left them. Oh my gosh! And so they're just stranded out there. Yeah. And they they do eventually end up dying. And honestly, that is like a horrifying idea. Like the thought of that, right? Because terrible i was thinking in my head i was like okay we well got some oxygen on your back but then you gotta think a scuba tank all that stuff it's probably heavy yeah it's weighing you down like so what do you do do you give up your scuba gear they, then you're like it would conserve you energy but then you're also like you you no longer have oxygen like yep. so, so like at least maybe like if you were just holding yourself up and then you fell down for a little bit you at least could mm-hmm. while you're just breathing through that and then go and like surface again but it's based on a true story of Tom and Eileen Lonergan, mm-hmm. back in 1998, they went to Australia to scuba dive in the Great, great Barrier Reef. Okay. And basically the exact same thing happened to them. They went out, you know, having fun. Yeah. And yeah, they they just came up and the, the boat's gone. And that's just like... So it's
0: like an exact like replica of the yeah. real events.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that the... Uh, I mean, it's probably sensationalized. Yeah. And, I'm sure yeah. the, creator, uh, the director took creative liberties and everything to make it more captivating and everything but yeah it's just it's such a scary prospect because like if you go out far enough in the ocean i mean obviously you just like you look around and there's nothing but ocean you can't see anything and you're just like sitting there and like, <laughs> like
0: what do i do i'm gonna be honest i cannot even begin to fathom like the thought of that it would be so scary like yeah that's awful i, I like i wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy but yeah that's crazy that that's based on a like a real, a real event. event that somebody actually went through. Yeah. Well, okay. So another one, a, like a more popular mainstream movie, mm-hmm. um, the movie Annabelle, right? Oh yeah, that's a okay. good one. So Annabelle is actually based on a true story,
1: isn't it? That Raggedy Ann looking one.
0: I feel like I've seen pictures of like a side by side with the two dolls. Yes, it is a Raggedy Ann doll. So Donna and Angie are mother and daughter, right? Donna got her daughter, Angie, a doll because it's she, it's her daughter and she's a kid and she likes to play with dolls. Right. Shortly after, like she got her the doll, they started noticing like really weird stuff with the doll. Right. So the doll would like move a little bit, not like not like as they're looking at it, but they they'd notice like, oh, the leg is in a new position or the arm is in a new position. And they were always just like, oh, that's just gravity or it's just mm-hmm. like the doll wasn't placed like, oh, we we let the window open. Some wind must have got in yeah. like like always it was always like it was explainable. always an excuse. Yeah. But then the doll started like moving locations throughout the house, right? Like they'd leave the doll in the in the living room and then they would go in the kitchen and it would be sitting on the counter, right? And then they started finding like handwritten notes on this really old like parchment paper that nobody in the house had. It's from like forever ago. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And it didn't match anybody's handwriting in the house. And then they, so they started thinking, is somebody like... Messing with us? Yeah, like living in our walls or something? Like, what's going on here? So um, one night the doll is found with blood, like pouring out of her hand. Look, this is crazy. You can't make this up. Pouring out of her hands and chest, right? And they're like, well, it's a doll. Can't bleed. Yeah. So that must mean somebody like, Blood on this doll yeah. But but then they were like okay When we couple it with all of the like Small minor weird Stuff going on like Something's not adding up so yeah. they did The first thing they thought to do was we're gonna call A median and get see If they can like give us some Answers if not then we'll call the cops But it kind of seemed like a stretch to go straight to the cops, right?
1: Didn't want to seem like crazy people or something. Exactly.
0: So they called the median first. So when the median came, it was like what she told them, like terrified them. And it's honestly sending chills like down my spine as I'm about to tell you it right now. So the median said that the, the ghost told her or the spirit within Annabelle told her that Her name was Annabelle Higgins. She was a seven-year-old that died on the property years ago, like hundreds, a hundred years ago, before there were apartments built, which were where the daughter and mother lived. And that she was trapped.
1: So it wasn't the fact that. Buying the, it wasn't like it had already haunted that doll. It was once the doll came on the property. That was just the the thing that it attached to. Like the uh, vessel. Yes, that's the vessel it attached to. Imagine they would buy like a
0: G.I. Joe, just a
1: little G.I. Joe over there. Oh my mm. gosh.
0: The median then said, okay, so we can either call uh, a priest and come and get the spirit taken away, or the spirit says that she likes you guys. She 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 says that she feels at home and safe with you guys. She sees you as her family. You can let her stay if you'd like. So check this
1: out. You got to move on. There's a bright light. You got to follow that. Go where you need to go. So check this out. What do you think she did? She was probably like, oh, she's nice.
0: Okay, cool. You can stay. That's exactly what she did. She was like, Oh. She's nice. All right. Yeah. So now the, the doll's part of the family. We'll all eat together. The one that was just together. like bleeding out. Literally. In, in, the,
1: in the kid's bedroom. They keep the doll, right? Wait, pause. I just want to say, imagine a sitcom with a haunted doll and be, like being part of the family. I'm imagining it like
0: with a little cheery intro music and everything. That, that is not how this went. So a few weeks go by. Everything's cool. Like nothing crazy is going on. Until Donna invites her friend luke to stay the night luke is like her friend so luke had been at the house a couple of times and he was super creeped out by the annabelle doll but i mean he don't live there he don't get a say in what goes on so anyways luke stayed the night one night and he woke up in the middle of the night from this like awful nightmare right he said when he woke up he could not move his body at all all he could move was his eyes so he was looking around the room and then he looked down at his feet and he saw the Annabelle doll at the at the feet of the bed. This is about to sound so crazy and I know it but this is this is the what the research told me, all right? The Annabelle doll then crawls up his body, dog. And then strangles him, smothers him until he passes out, right? Lucky for him, he didn't die, but he was out for the rest of the night. He didn't wake up until the next morning. When he woke up the next morning, he told Donna about
1: it. Honestly, he was probably... Or Annabelle was probably like, she's my friend, not yours. Got jealous and tried to smoke him.
0: Honestly, probably. Donna was like, it was probably just like a bad dream. Like, you know, whatever, right? That's a, looks she's, like... She's a good ghost, like... like Come on, right. Man. As if you can trust them. Luke was like, you know what? I sound a little crazy. You're probably right. Anyways, they're going on about the day when they start hearing like commotion coming from the little girl's room. So they're like, Luke and Annabelle are boxing in there. Hold up. No, Luke, Luke and, and Donna are together. Oh, okay. They start hearing commotion coming from the room. They're like, hold up. What the hell is going on, right? So they run to the room because they're thinking like somebody broke in. So they run to the room and they see nothing. But they see Annabelle laying in the corner of the floor. They're like, hold up, right? So Luke starts walking toward it. And then he started getting this super bad chain pain in his chest. So he like goes down to his knee and he like pulls his shirt down. And he has claw marks across his chest. And that's when they were like, okay. This is too much. Annabelle, you overstayed your welcome. If you want to stay here, you got to start paying rent, at least, and N- stop mutilating nope. the children. Nope. Not even. Um. So, they ended up then calling Ed and Lorraine Warren, which is the yeah. people from the movie. Yeah. The the actual, like, priests who perform... I don't know if they're priests. Uh,
1: the Medians, pill- I guess. Yeah, that perform the exorcisms. So.
0: Yeah. So... Ed and Lorraine come over and they tell them that the spirit that is inside of Annabelle is not a, not a friendly ghost. It's a demon. And the demon was trying to manipulate them into trusting it so that it could take one of their vessels. That's the next step for a demon is to get a human body. Yeah, from body.
1: like an inanimate object to a living, breathing body.
0: Exactly. So they said that If they hadn't contacted them in a week or two, they believe everybody in that house would have been dead. And so Ed and Lorraine were like, this is too dangerous. You guys cannot keep this doll. So they took the doll right on the way home. The brakes in their car ended up going out and the power steering failed. And they were about to like crash into a ditch and like die. They're going fast. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, Ed, thinking quickly, grabbed holy water, threw it on Annabelle, and immediately the car gains full function again, right?
1: Does that, like, knock her out for a few minutes or something?
0: I don't. I mean, it's holy water. This is just what well, holy, I don't know, holy water, just the devil camp.
1: Fuck fuck don't
0: play with holy water, yeah. So they get home, and they're like, this thing is powerful. So they call a priest. The priest comes over, and he's like, Trying to cleanse the doll and he says You're just a doll You can't hurt anyone right So He finishes his thing they put they lock it In the cabinet about an hour Later the priest calls The Warrens and they're like He's like I was on my way home And my brakes and my Power steering went out on my car And I crashed into like three different cars I almost died I could have lost my life so they're like, okay, like we got to nail this thing shut. This thing will never see the light of day again, right? Years later, they open up a museum. Seems like this should be the end of the story, right? Yeah. Well, it's not. Years later, they open up a museum and this young couple comes in and they're like skeptical, I guess. So they're, uh, the husband starts knocking on the glass that Annabelle's in. And he's like, scratch me, scratch me, show me you're real. And Ed and Lorraine heard it and were like, yo, ran over there, like, get out of here. You don't know what you're doing. You are playing with your life right now. Get out of here now, right? They were put out. He's like, come on, let's go. This is not real anyways, right? They're like giggling, laughing about it. The husband starts knocking on the glass that Annabelle's in. And he's like, scratch me, scratch me, show me you're real. And Ed and Lorraine heard it and were like, yo, ran over there, like, get out of here. You don't know what you're doing. You are playing with your life right now. Get out of here now, right? They were put out. He's like, come on, let's go. This is not real anyways, right? They're like giggling, laughing about it. Get on their motorcycle, start driving home. The brakes fail on his motorcycle. He crashes into a tree, is killed immediately, and his wife then spends the next year and a half in a hospital. Oh, my gosh. So after that happened, Ed is quoted saying, do not challenge this doll. No man is more powerful than the devil. Oof. And when I heard that, chills down my spine, bro. But yeah, that's the real story of Annabelle.
1: So speaking of the priest from your story, it made mm-hmm. me think about uh have you ever seen The Exorcist? Yeah. That's like that's a top tier classic yeah, that's one horror of the, movie. Yeah, yeah. I think it came out in nineteen seventy three. It's one of the
0: scarier ones too.
1: So in that story, this little girl named Reagan, that's by Demon, it's this movie about two priests trying to exorcise her so yeah. that, you know.
0: But did you know that it's actually based on a real story? That, no, like, I didn't. I thought it was just like a I mean, I I thought it was maybe Loosely based on a bunch of different like no no stories. there's I didn't one, know it was a real like that's crazy.
1: That, yeah, there's one specific case that's like mainly based off of. Okay. So it's based on a case that happened in nineteen forty nine. The kid's name was Roland Doe. Okay. So the story goes that the family had recently lost a loved one mm-hmm. and he was really sad about it. So he started getting interested in communicating with the dead. Right. You know, everyone like deals with trauma like that in their own way. Yeah. And so he got a Ouija board.
0: Oh, my God, bro. I like how you, you know, I like how you tried to justify his actions, even though you know damn well in your head that that was the dumbest thing he could have done.
1: Yeah. But, hey, he's a kid, you know? All right, bro. Go ahead. So he started messing around with the Ouija board, and then the family started noticing strange things happening around the house. Like... Did his family know he was doing this? I'm not sure, but Mm. I just know that after he started messing with it, that they started noticing like little things being moved around the house, sounds in the walls. Mm. Then he started and they noticed that Roland was acting a little strange to the point that he started speaking in languages he had never learned. And he started to exhibiting, he started exhibiting superhuman strength. Like. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going off the research okay. that I did. All right, it was crazy, terrifying. Yeah. And uh, so something that ver- something that's very similar to the movies is the fact of a priest came to try to exorcise the boy. His name was right. Father Bowdern. and he came with like, a group of priests. Okay. And the exorcism actually took several weeks. Can you imagine that? That's For crazy. That man. long?
0: No, but honestly. I've done research into exorcisms and stuff. They usually take a very long time to like because they start off slow, right? And also, the Catholic Church is so like selective over like what counts as a true exorcism. Yes, because they even hire and it's crazy, they hire atheist scientists to come in and like try to prove that it's not a demon. Yeah, like paranormal to the I mean, the Catholic Church would say a demon, but like to the scientists they would just say this is paranormal, we don't know what it is. And if they cannot prove if if there is a doubt at all that this is like explainable, the church will not go through with the exorcism. The only way they go through with exorcisms is if the scientists literally say we cannot explain in any way shape or form why this is happening. Then the church goes ahead with an exorcism, which is crazy. I know a lot of people didn't know that. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well,
1: would the boy floating off the bed
0: count as Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that, I'm sure that the, 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 uh, psychologist was like, I don't know how to explain that one. I don't know how he's doing that is Is there some tripwire up here? You know, I got
1: the Pope on speed dial, actually. Right. Like, look.
0: I got this one. We need you here ASAP. <laughs> right. I can't imagine. Imagine being the... Imagine not believing any of this, right? Like, to you, this is totally, like crazy but the church pays you so you're like I mean I don't believe in none of this shit but I'm gonna show up just to get my check and then I'm gonna tell him that this kid just has multiple personality disorder and then I'm gonna go home and then you show up to this house and this child is
1: floating speaking like a different language right, it's speaking like, in a deep like guttural voice mm-hmm. too it's like bro I'm going to church on Sunday yeah. <laughs> he just starts speaking, speaking Latin like bah, 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 I cannot bah, 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 bah. even
0: oh my god bro
1: so so did he end up surviving? He actually did. He didn't pass until 2020 at the, uh, at the age of, I uh, think, about 85.
0: Nah, let's move on. That's terrifying.
1: I'll move on, but this isn't going to be any less terrifying. Oh, no. Okay, <laughs> let's go. I'm ready for it. So have you ever seen the movie The Hills Have Eyes?
0: Yes, I have. You have? Yes, very you know, scary it's, movie.
1: So it's about a family that, sh- that got stranded in the desert? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that they got attacked by a group of, like, mutated cannibals and everything. Mm -hmm. The part of the movie that's based on real facts Mm -hmm. is that back in the 1950s, the military was testing atomic bombs Mm -hmm. in a place called the Yucca Flats. And it they had a bunch of small towns near the area and the people that lived there had no idea about it. So they got hit with tons of radiation and everything. Mm-hmm. And it got probably runoff in the water. Yeah. And so it like there was plenty of illnesses, yeah. cancer, mal malform malformities and everything. And even the wildlife around it was affected. Like so in the nineteen seventies, director Wes Craven. Had heard about what had happened at Yuka, Yuka Flats. And he became really interested in that. And that's where he got the inspiration from the movie. Is like the idea that like. Okay. Maybe there's this family. That from all these. Uh, all this radiation and everything. Now they've gone crazy. They're cannibalistic. And now they've moved into like these caves. Or like h- hiding. And uh, now they're just crazy. there. The fact is. The Yucca Flats is a real place. There was real atomic testing there and it did have like it did have detrimental effects to the people that lived in that area. And he kind of took that and ran with it in a creative way.
0: That is so crazy, bro. Like, honestly, radiation is so scary to me. And that's crazy that 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 movie of like all the movies I've seen is one of the ones that's based on like true stuff. And honestly, what
1: might blow your mind a little bit is, like, dude, even our microwaves use radiation. Microwave radiation. Yeah. And, like, that little the thing that's blocking it so you can't see in, I'm 99% sure that's a Faraday cage, which basically helps block radiation and stuff. So that's why you
0: don't, like, get hit with the radiations. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well... I think that is all the time we have for you guys this week. Make sure to smash that sub button, turn on them notifications so that you can be notified when we drop our next video. Also smash the like button because it helps us out so much. Thank you. More than you guys would ever know. Help us reach a larger audience of people who might be into some creepy, weird stuff like you guys. Also drop a comment down below what you want to hear us talk about next week. We need ideas guys. Thank you guys so much for your time. We love you. And as always, we'll see you next week.